Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for another episode of our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Deal Applied Innovation Center. With our local residents, you're going to tell us about some local events here, John Gutierrez. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce podcast show powered here by, of course, the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And welcome to, again, another great show. We're excited to have another special guest with us today. We have Mayor Khan here from Irvine. And it's a special, special day for us because I know we're celebrating Fiesta Latina in Irvine this upcoming Sunday from 11 to 3 at the beautiful Great Park Welcome, Mayor. Thank you for being on our show today. Thank you so much, John. It's great to be here. (laughs) Well, you know, for everybody, of course, out there listening or watching, Irvine is just such a beautiful city. I've been a resident over, I think, 15 years in Irvine. My son goes to Northwood High School. Awesome. So thank you for all you do in the community. And also thank you on behalf of our president, Ruben Franco. He wanted me to make sure I thanked you, of course, for the grant. If you can eventually elaborate, we'll go into that a little bit later about the event and the grant that Irvine is providing for many businesses, right, here Absolutely. locally. Absolutely. Um, yeah. We'll definitely go into that. But first and foremost, what we like to do here on our show is we like to get to know you as a person. Just, you know, who is the mayor of Irvine? If you don't mind sharing with our listeners and our viewers a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. And I don't know how far back you want me to go, but I basically grew up in San Francisco. And then during my high school years, we were in the East Bay. I went to UC Davis and moved to Irvine in 2004. And we moved because my husband wanted to start his own business, and he works a lot with the television movie studios. And so, you know, we were looking for where do we go, spoke to some family and friends, and they were like, oh, check out Irvine, because you got two little kids, there were one and three at the time. And so when we came to Irvine, we were like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is where we want to be. And that's where I got started, and my background is in biotech, so I was a regulatory affairs manager for a biotech company, Chiron, out in Emeryville, later became Novartis. But when we moved to Southern California, you know, I wasn't hired, couldn't find a job right away. And then so I started focusing on the business side and helping him establish his business and well, doing whatever out, I could. Shout out to the husband real quick, huh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure we always shout out to the spouses. Oh, right? absolutely. Because they, they play such a huge role in our lives, don't they? I wouldn't be able to do all the things I'm doing right now without his support. So definitely big shout out to him. So you were helping him with his business at With the time. his business. And, you know, from there, you know, kids started to go to preschool. I started to delve in a little bit of nonprofit, volunteering my time. And then, of course, the recession hits. And so, you know, we're struggling with that. And really, for me, I'm not the kind of person that just sits somewhere. I need to be out and about and and know what's going on. So I really put a lot of my time dragging my two boys along with me, volunteering for different events, uh, different issues. And from there, you know, just kind of was approached to lead a local nonprofit. And I was asked if I would be the executive director of the Newport Mesa Irvine Interfaith Council. Hmm. And this is a interfaith community working with multiple religious groups, churches, mosques, synagogues, temples, really looking at the issues that they were being faced with and presenting them into the community to make our communities even better. 
That's great. What a great organization. That was an amazing organization. I loved my time there. I served as the executive director for about five years. And that's really what led me to politics is, you know, as I heard more and more issues, I found myself showing up at the city council meeting during my three minutes of public speaking and, you know, sharing my input. And really what was really disheartening was seeing a council that just wasn't responding. Like it almost felt like I didn't matter. And, it, you know, for anyone that's spoken for those three minutes, you know how difficult it is. It's nerve-wracking. You're writing your notes, making sure they're within that three minutes. You're practicing them. You get there, and it's, it's nervous. You, you stand on that podium, and you say what you have to say, and then you're like, okay, nothing happened. <laughs> so for me, I was like, all right, let me find people that I can support. And I started, you know, volunteering some time on political campaigns. And it wasn't until 2014 I was volunteering and I, I was talking to um, a group of people there and we were talking about the need for diversity in leadership roles. And it was the candidate's husband that you know said, well, I hope you're not thinking about running for council. And I said, I'm not, but uh, why not? And he said, because people like you with names like yours are unelectable. Ooh. And no one in the room said anything. Wow. And so as I'm driving home that night, I'm fuming. I'm just like, what in the heck? What did I just hear? You don't tell a woman like that, no. Oh my gosh, you don't know me. You don't know me. (laughs) And so for me, that was my launching pad. Wow. It was like, if in 2014, I'm hearing this being said to me, Yes. what am I doing for the generations behind me? Yes. And that was... That was the point where I was like, okay, I've got to do this. And my family was like, you're crazy. Don't do it. Politics is nasty, which it is. But I was like, I've got to do this. And so I ran for the first time in 2016. I didn't win, but I think I gained a lot of attention. A lot of people started to get to know me. And they asked me to run again in 2018, where I came in first out of 11 candidates. Good for you. And then came 2020. You know, we're dealing with the social injustice rise and the pandemic. So I ran for mayor, beat the incumbent, ran again 2022 for re-election, and here I am. Salud. Oh, gracias. gracias. <laughs> wow, that is, that is, well, that's great that, you know, even though that first year, right, like you said you didn't win, but you said I came back again. Yeah. That shows a lot of just like they say, like that Rocky, you know, when you're down, you still come back fighting. You have to, because mm-hmm. that's the point where you bounce up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people give up at that point. And I've learned that throughout my career. Like my career has never been linear. It's like, you know, from mm-hmm. biotech to business to nonprofit to politics. Mm-hmm. I've just basically let my life go in a direction where I felt needed. And I think a lot of times there have been ups and downs. And it's the point where you're at the bottom where there's only one way to go. So mm-hmm. don't give up at that point. Well, and that is where I think a lot of our local businesses, right, after the pandemic are, are kind of going through or went through, right? Yes. There's this difficult times. And I, you know, obviously earlier we mentioned the IRP grant here in Irvine, Irvine Recovery Plan Grant. Can you share about that? Because I think it's important that our listeners, our viewers understand. Um, and, and as you mentioned, maybe other cities will also incorporate this Uh, amazing grant that's helping businesses, right? Absolutely. You know, one one of the things that I love doing is being out in the community because you get to hear what's going on and what's needed. And as I was making my way through the business community, what I heard was, especially our ethnic business community members, our ethnic chambers, and a lot of our ethnic nonprofits that do the groundwork are all based off of volunteers. 
they don't have the funds to have offices or, or staff and, and, and really grow the way they should be growing. And so when we got federal funding um, that was dedicated for the community, I took $5 million of what we had, and I said, you know what, we're going to dedicate this to our business community and our nonprofits with an emphasis on uh, helping those ethnic community members that do the groundwork and, and need that support to build themselves up and grow. And I think, you know, being able to see that money roll out into the hands that are actually making the difference in the communities is so important and so wonderful. And I really hope that other cities take this model and use it as well. Well, I appreciate you partnering with us at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce with this grant, because I know we're going to be helping roll this out to some of our business owners um, that can participate and hopefully you know, obviously receive this grant because every penny counts, right? right? When you're trying to rebuild a business and you're trying to, you know, hire more staff or whatever it is, the resource that you need for your business. So that sure says a lot about, you know, what you're doing out in the community. And speaking of community, I know that Fiesta Latina in Irvine yes. is coming up this Sunday, again, at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sunday at the beautiful Great Park. And let's talk about that. Let's dive into yeah. that. I know last year was the first year that it was created, That's right? right. That's right. You know, this also, um, just being elected mayor in 2020, one of the first things I did was establish the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee because I wanted community members that were speaking up to have a seat at the table to talk about policies and, and processes that weren't working for them that we could improve and, and really make sure that we were being inclusive with all our community members, and some of the work um, translated into why aren't we celebrating ourselves? And so when we decided, um, you know, what was missing, we saw that we were missing Hispanic heritage. Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't we celebrating Hispanic heritage? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is such a huge part of our community. And so the first year, um, you know, we decided to do this. It was a learning lesson, so we learned, but this year we're back again, and I'm so excited. And I hope that, you know, this is important for our Hispanic community, but also for the community at large to be able to come out, experience the music, the sounds, the flavors, get to see all the organizations and really become that integrated community that we are. I think that's beautiful that you share that because being a resident in Irvine uh, myself for 15 years, my son who goes to Northwood High School had to do this project recently actually on Hispanic Heritage Month. And one of the things that he did with his group of students uh, was talk about carne asada yeah. and, you know, barbecue and how it plays a huge role in our families and right. our gatherings. And uh, he even like, like showed him what we do and how we do it because he loves barbecuing. And so I thought that was interesting because something so simple yeah. yet is so meaningful because, you know, he is one of a few Hispanic kids in the whole school. Right. Right. And so his classmates wanted like wanted to learn about this, right? which to someone like us being Hispanic might not be a big thing, right? But for others that want to learn about the culture, it plays a huge role. And so this Fiesta Latina in Irvine, it's a great platform, right? A great community event. I was there last year. Uh, You had different uh, entertainment. You had, of course, a lot of partnership. I know UCI, right? Yes. Is one of the main partners in it. Absolutely. They're back, yeah. Alberto is one of our board members. I know he's very involved in this event. And I know you had a lot of cool food trucks. A lot of, I think they had one food vendor there was doing the corn, you know, the famous corn, right? right? Uh, That everybody loves with the cheese and everything. Yes. And it was also great to see all the kids. 
the children, the parents. It's a free event. It's a free event, mm-hmm. and we want everyone to come, young and old, because it's a it's a place for you to gather, get to know one another, make new friends, and really um, build the community that you want to see in the future. What I love about the Great Park, um, for those of you listening for the first time to our show or don't know what the Great Park is in Irvine, what I love about it is so easy to get off the freeway, off of Sand Canyon, right? right? And hang a left and hang a right and you're there. And then the parking is huge. So there's plenty there's of parking. There's plenty of parking. Yes. So there's not going to be an issue with parking. <laughs> yes. That's for sure. That's what I loved about it last year. I pulled in and then you have tons of people helping in the parking area, like pull in, park really easily. Very safe for the family to cross, you know, from the parking over exactly. to the event. Yes. Um, and, and, and when you walk in, there's this really great feeling of just like, first of all, you're like, this is Irvine? Like, yeah. <laughs> the event is really cool. Like, you've got a bunch of stuff going on. And so for those of you listening, Sunday, 11 o'clock to 3 o'clock this Sunday for Hispanic Heritage Month, of course, that's kicking off this weekend. Um, Fiesta Latina in Irvine. Share with everybody, if, if you may, a little bit about, you know, what is the future of this event? What do you guys hope for? For those people listening out there, there might be a lot of businesses uh, you know, wanting to get involved Absolutely. with this. Absolutely, yes. The future of this event is really how do we bring our community in? And so if you're a business owner or an organization um, leader or a food vendor, um, let us know because we'd love to grow this festival and bring more people in, bring more options for people to try out and and really diversify it as much as possible. So uh, we are looking at making this a a, a staple event in our city for years to come. Well, I know last year when I attended it, there was also a section there in the back where uh, it's closed in, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, And the hangar? Yes, the hangar. And they were doing stuff for the kids. Can you share a little bit about... What was going on there, if you don't so mind? So really, it's it's uh, providing activities. So mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, um, making something uh, or, or or drawing or coloring, uh, there's something there for everyone, yes. um, young and old. So like I said, if you want to dance, there's going to be lots of music yes. to come out for the dancing. But the hangar itself, make sure you go in the hangar because outside of the activities, uh, depending on what's going on at what time, there's opportunities for you to learn, see other vendors in there, look at the projects, and really get a feel for what the Hispanic community is all about. I remember when I attended last year, there's a lot of vendors that are there also giving out free, like, little goodies and yeah. things like that, right? And so you get a you get a cool bag with one of the vendors and you walk around with, you know, your family, your kids, and people are just giving you stuff. They're just giving you stuff of information, good resources. Exactly, yes. Right? I remember being at one of the, I can't remember the name of it, but they even had like a whole thing about dinosaurs or something. And oh. I thought it was really cool, you know, and I, and I took it home and I showed yeah. it to my, my younger boy, Eli, and he was like, he loves dinosaurs. Right. He was like, dad, this is really cool. I didn't know at the time, you know, it was going to be like a children's also event because I'm so used to going to events that are more like just adults, mixture right. of business. And so this year, we're excited to go out with the family. You know? Absolutely. And, and that's really important for us is, you know, when we're celebrating culture, it's not for any particular age group. We want this culture to be introduced and, and, and um, just cherished by people of all ages. And I also have, I have to do a shout out. Come by my booth. We have an amazing backdrop that you'd love to take pictures with. So okay. come by. It's going to be a lot of fun. My staff have been working day and night on this. So. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No well, pressure. shout out to the staff because I know that. And, and first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to all the people organizing and planning this. Absolutely. It takes a lot of work. It takes an army to put together these events, right? It does. And, you know, the dedication is there. Like when you come, 
just come knowing that you're going to be welcomed, you're going to be taken care of, and staff is there to make sure you have a great time. So that, that's, that's what we do. We serve. Can you share a little bit about the Great Park? Because I think that's important. We, we talk about this. It's going to be at the Great Park, yes. and it is such a beautiful venue. You know, it's just an environment that provides. I know Paul was talking about the orange balloon that people see right off that the freeway. That he won't go on with me. <laughs> <laughs> a little scared. Though. A little scared. So the balloon, it, it only goes so far, right? Up? Is it? Yeah, it's they... like, what is it? Like 400 feet or something like yeah, that? It's not, it's too not bad. that bad. Yeah. John thought it went up like 40 feet. Here. <laughs> John's laughing, but he, I said, I'll go up if he goes up. I and I put I... an invitation. I said, if you both are there on Sunday, <laughs> I will take you up on the balloon. I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared of heights, but I will. We'll see how many of you show up that day and hopefully encourage me to get on this balloon if Paul shows up too. There you go. I love that. I'm yes. If you get <laughs> Come out, out and help you, me yeah, get him on the balloon. Yes, yes you, might, you might have to carry me on this balloon. But it's a really cool balloon you see right off the freeway there, right? You see it from everywhere. From Sometimes five. even if you're like flying into Orange County, That's you'll right. see the balloon. Yes. It's a big orange balloon. Yeah. The Great Park itself. 1,300 acres, and once built out, it will be the largest metropolitan park in the nation. Really? Bigger than Central Park. Wow. And so when we got this news, uh, it was quite amazing because right now, you know, we have the sports park um, built out. We have the Palm Court with the art galleries built out, the balloon, the visitor center. But what's coming next in the next seven, eight years is what we just passed recently as the framework plan. And you're looking at meadows and forests and lakes, um, an amphitheater. Um, you're looking at the cultural terrace side with the Flying Leathernecks Air Museum coming in, Pretend Cities Children Museum, and then, wow. of course, Orange County Music and Dance, but then also the Veterans Memorial Park and the Botanical Gardens, really honing in on the El Toro base that it was. Can I just chime in for two sure, seconds? Sure, Paul, go ahead. Yes. We had, I forgot the gentleman's name. He's a like, retired Brigadier General, I think, or something, but he was on our one of our other shows talking about the Flying Leathernecks Museum. And General that, Aguilar? That was it. Yes. General Aguilar. Okay. Yes. And we were going to say, we got to get him on your show here. We got to bring him on. He's amazing, and okay. he's been such a great partner. You know, He lives well, in San Diego, I think. Yes. And, and he's been trying to advocate to build a bigger museum, because it's a small kind of little memorial or something, but there's some planes and stuff there. Wow. A couple of old planes. Yeah, I've seen the planes. Right? Okay, so yeah. the planes, that, what you've seen is not even the whole of it. Yes. So basically when uh, the Flying Leathernecks Air Museum shut down in Miramar, this was maybe a couple years ago, I got on the phone and I was like, where's everything going? Because a lot of those planes actually flew out of El Toro. So there's historical significance of that museum. And so they were like, well, what are you thinking? And I'm like, I'm thinking about bringing it to Great Park. So then General Aguilar reached out, and he was like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, let's get a meeting going. Let's figure this out. Because they still got all the planes. They just got nowhere to put them. I don't know where they're stored right now. Maybe they're The planes will be coming to Irvine pretty soon. Really? We're moving forward. We're moving wow. forward. So it'll so, be like part of the whole museum that oh, kids can come see with their families and learn about the it? The vision that General Aguilar has for this museum is incredible. Well, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's celebrating the past and also looking at the future, what's coming next in aviation. Yes. So people are going to have a chance to see the future of aviation and what's coming next while looking at what we, where we've been and the history behind El Toro and the planes that flew out of here. So it's going to be quite amazing. I think... You know, first and foremost, let's thank all of our veterans that are listening to us for all they have Absolutely. done. And the fact that Irvine 
is bringing this to the great park. That yes. is some exciting news. You uh, can't forget what this land was, right? It, exactly. It was the base, and there's so much history and memories that we definitely wanted to make sure we honored it well. And I think that's what makes the great park so beautiful is that, you know, when you arrive on uh, Sunday, for those of you who haven't attended, please, please come out Sunday from 11 to 3, Fiesta Latina in Irvine. Let me tell you, the great park has... When you pull up, it just has so many beautiful areas. You just go walk around. We used to go there with my brothers to do to play volleyball in this like team, like community volleyball tournament that there was with yeah. my nephews. And and we thought, wow, we never knew there was these cool volleyball courts over here, right? And then we saw the beautiful like basketball courts that right. were like, let's go shoot some hoops, right? There's an ice skating room. Yeah, exactly. There is. Exactly. Yes. Three sheets. Yes. Yes. That ice skating room is it's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Yes, this beautiful ice skating ring in, at the Great Park. Hey, can I ask one more question here? Sure. last time the mayor graces with her presence, she was talking about something that she's more familiar with. I'm not. Weren't you talking about trying to bring cricket? Cricket, my goodness. Yes, we're still trying. <laughs> we're still trying. <laughs> we actually were able to um, create a cricket pitch at Cypress Village Park um, for our youth groups to be able to play because they're competing. Yes. But uh, if you don't have the right pitch, you're not practicing well, and you're not training well. So we got the pitch built. We're actually working with a international league to get a stadium built. And right now it's just finding that sweet spot that we can call the stadium as our home base. And we were looking forward to possibly hosting the World Cup here. What? And so that'll be amazing. Are we hearing this on our show for yeah. the first yes. time? The possible work, I mean, let's let's be real here. Hispanics do love soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're trying to bring the Hispanic this community cricket, this to is Irvine. Cricket. Oh, I'm sorry. Cricket. Oh, I thought you meant soccer. Okay. No, 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 no. cricket. Yes. <laughs> there's a, wait, there's a World Cup for cricket. I didn't oh, yes. know this. Cricket is huge in Pakistan I, I, and India and places like that as well in as Europe. England. I've in, been learning in, a little bit about it at my son's high school, Northwood. Yeah. When I take him to football practice, the there's to always a few gentlemen yeah. there playing in the in the big fields. They've been playing cricket, and I've been asking them questions. And right. They were giving me some of the rules. Some can go for days. Oh, yes. Games, right? Yes. I'm like, what do you mean days? Yes. They're like, it can go for days. Some are like, well, there's some that have a time limit. Right. But some that can go for days. Wasn't yes. the last president of Pakistan a cricket star? I think he was, it? yes. Imran Khan or Yes. And so not only that, but even last night at the council meeting, I highlighted uh, one of our Irvine residents who basically is on the USA girls team for cricket and they just won their um, championship to move on to the global competition so it's big here but not a lot of people know about it but a lot of our youth are really getting involved and like this young lady is now in the usa team it's amazing so hopefully if we can get it out here it'll be a lot of fun and something new for our community to enjoy and the international flavor of Irvine. You've got yes. a, a mayor. Your heritage is what? Is it Pakistan? Pakistan, yes. Pakistani. And so you've got a Pakistan mayor in a city that's hosting a Hispanic festival that's thinking of bringing cricket and, and celebrating the all-American heritage what? of the Air Museum. And my father went through there in World War II. Yeah. But I think that's what the mayor was talking about earlier, right? When you wanted to become mayor here. Yeah. You wanted to bring that taste of ethnicity, ethnicity, cultural, right? Cause diversity. Diversity. Yeah. It's it's really beautiful to be able to share with people, you know, everything from the sports right. to the music, right? The literature, you know, in this case, the food also, right. right? I mean, I know Sunday, for those of you that like 
you know, Hispanic food, Mexican food. Last year when I was there, I was trying to be very good about my diet, but it's so hard when there's all this delicious food. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? It's so hard. Give yourself a day off that day. <laughs> That's like the, the cheat day. So Sunday yes. will be your cheat day on the diet. But don't eat until after you grow up in the balloon because I don't want you to throw up. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're still not sure about the orange balloon. I might have to buy somebody lunch to go up there for me. I'll be like, I'll buy you lunch. Can you do it? You know? it, it I might... like the uh, the part where we have enough people that they just carry you on to the balloon. <laughs> I think so. A bunch of my friends or members of our chamber are going to be like, let's go. Let's motivate him to get on there. You know, what you say as far as uh, what's the future of what's going on in Irvine? Can we share a little bit about that? Yes. What, 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 I know the Great Park is obviously a lot of good things happening. Right. But in general, what else is going on? Because I, I live in Irvine and I love all the parks. The parks yeah. are just beautiful in general. I love taking my kids to all these different right. parks, you know. What can you share with us, Mayor, that, that our listeners can know about? You know, Irvine, during the last census, um, was listed as one of the fastest growing cities, top 10 fastest growing cities in the nation. And it's growing because we're pretty young. We're like 51 years old. We've got space to grow. And at the same time, we're very attractive. We've got some of the best schools here, the best parks. One third of our land is open space. So you don't even have to drive far. It's 15 minutes and you're in the hills and hiking and, and biking. And so our goal in, for the future is to really expand upon what we've already built. It's making sure that as we're growing, uh, we're taking into account the type of housing we need. Um, making sure that we have a diversified housing option. You know, you've got your single family, your townhomes, your apartments, your condos, and your affordable housing uh, as well. Making sure that some of our land trust uh, apartments have that wraparound service that a lot of our disabled um, residents or veterans and others need so that we're really incorporating that. And the one thing that we have done really, really well is that we don't have any areas in Irvine that you can say, oh, that's like a low-income area or you know, this is a certain area. We're so integrated and we did that purposefully. Mm -hmm. That, you know, we want equity throughout. We want everyone to enjoy the parks the same way. We want everyone to get the same uh, great education. We want people to be able to have the same good roads. Um, and that's what we're gonna be growing on. But on the other side is the business community. And that's another option that we have that we have been really focused on making sure that we're helping not only our communities grow, but also stay here as well. How do we get them to the resources? You know, last year I brought in uh, several people from the state and federal departments, including someone from the U.S. Department of State, to talk about how do you do business globally, um, connecting our businesses with resources that is going to help them uh, sustain um, not only here but expand and grow because that's going to be important. You know, as much as we're helping our startups come up with those ideas and and remain in Irvine or Orange County, we want our businesses to be able to do the same. I don't ever want to hear a business saying, you know what, I can't sustain myself here. I'm going to go somewhere else. We can do it here and we can do it as a community and that's exactly what we're going to do. Well, one of the things I loved, again, of Irvine is during the pandemic, I used to love going and just walking at the parks. Yes. For me, it just gave me this, from a mental health standpoint, yes. from like kind of like a yoga sense of, you know, it was just so nice to go walk around these beautiful parks we have here in right. Irvine. So I want to thank you as a mayor for continuing to support, you know, everything we got going on in Irvine, but also all the hard workers that are, work I see all the time, all these hard workers. My dad was a landscape worker all his life and I know how much work it takes yes. to keep up with all the beautiful landscape there is in Irvine. Right. If, if you're listening from somewhere else and you've never been to Irvine, 
when you get off the five freeway on Culver or one of these streets and you start driving down, you know, like Culver or whatever it is, Sand Canyon, and you start seeing the trees and the parks, you're like in a different world. Oh, absolutely. We've right? got international visitors that come into Irvine and they're like, how do you keep this going? Yes. Yeah, that's why shout out to all the people that yes. work out there keeping uh, our, our parks beautiful because I Absolutely. know that takes a lot of hard work. Mayor, thank you so much for being here. I know the show goes by really fast. <laughs> Again, we just want to remind everybody, Fiesta Latina in Irvine this Sunday at 11 a.m. It opens up to 3 p.m. Food, entertainment, great resources. A lot of vendors are there. UCI is there. A lot of great vendors are giving you free goodies, free stuff. Bring the children, bring the parents, bring everybody, and hopefully, maybe, me and Paul Roberts <laughs> yes. bring your camera on the orange balloon, because we're a little scared of heights. But I think the mayor, I'm telling them it's going to be okay. <laughs> All right, right. Thank, thank you so much for thank being here. Thank you for having we me. We really appreciate it. And again, folks, for those of you that are a part of our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce business community, stay tuned for the... IRP grant, which is an Irvine recovery plan grant that the mayor is rolling out to help small businesses. Thank you, Mayor, for partnering with us on that. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Great to be here with you. We'll see you Sunday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Take it away, Paul. Well, there you have it. One more reason to tune in each and every time. You never know what you're going to hear. You never know what you're going to see. New events coming up, and John Gutierrez takes to the air. <laughs> Who knows? As we stream live from the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.